Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Chad Middle. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show with me, Bark, to my left is Arms. Good morning. To my right is Dent. Hey. Hey-o. Talking about driving a Lincoln. Yeah. I like me a Lincoln. Whenever I'm driving around it, it's got to be in Lincoln. All right, all right, all right. You don't get inside a Lincoln. A Lincoln gets inside of you. Oh, yeah. That sounds painful. Ah, nice. <laughs> oh, we, I uh, feel like that was actually said on one of the commercials. <laughs> Y'all need to stop talking about my man crush, Matthew. All right. I love Matthew McConaughey. Who doesn't? That's. I mean, I wish he was narrating my sex life. <laughs> and Jeremy goes in for the cherry push-up. All right. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what was that move? All right, the cherry push. The cherry push up. Oh yeah. Okay, sounds like you're uh, going to the freezer. Oh no, I'll it's explain just, to you after the episode. No, no, no. It's that's, fantastic. That's not move. necessary. That's not necessary. <laughs> okay. All right then. But he he is a great actor. He's one of my favorite movies, Rain great, of Fire. Great sexual narrator too. Terribly underrated. Looks like such Rain of Fire. Oh yeah, the dragon movie. Mm. Dude. You don't even recognize him. He's bald, has a huge beard, and you're like, who is that dude that looks incredibly intimidating? It's Matthew McConaughey. For those nice. that don't know, Arms does little Dungeons and Dragons on the weekend. No, no, you have a no Arms spider doesn't. on your microphone, which is just kind of a little strange. It's just crawling around on the bottom, on the underside there. One of those like crab spiders. Yeah. Like, hey, what's up? Yeah. McCon- he, McConaughey he got- gold. Like he, have you seen that movie? Uh, yes, dude. Where he packs on a few pounds. Oh, it, gold. Wait. Is oh that, no, actually, is no, that no, the no, one no, where he's I'm out in the woods, Thailand? Yeah, yeah. Gold struck, dude. That was a great. I've, I've pretty much seen all of them. Wait, no, I'm thinking of a different one. I'm thinking of mud. Uh, heard of that? Mud's that good. Is, <laughs> that, <laughs> mud. He's like uh he he lives in a crashed oh, airplane out in the woods, like on an island, wasn't it? Like like an island that's not really. In the middle of a lake or anything. It just, I don't... Yeah, something, it, it something was, like it was that. Weird. Maybe a peninsula. It might have been a peninsula. <laughs> it was... It's a really good movie. I have no idea why this morning we're on Matthew McConaughey's junk, but we are. Because he's, okay, he's a beautiful man. It's a really... It could have something to do with it. <laughs> really slow time in the NFL. So, let's talk about the NBA. Yeah, we're going to talk about the NBA. We're going to talk about a little bit of LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> I want to talk about a little bit of sports in general. Because other than that, it's like Connor Barwin. Yeah, Connor, Bar- and- Connor Barwin news. <laughs> Literally, the NFL news is just stating facts right now. Yeah, it's like, hey, it's They're two like- weeks before training camp. And we wanted to let you know that Doug Baldwin has amassed some good slot stats over the past three years. Jordan Howard would like to catch the ball more. <laughs> Thanks, NFL. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Free agent Connor Barwood has received prospective teams that w- that are uh, interested in. Didn't name the actual teams or yeah, because they they wanted to remain anonymous. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Jo- <laughs> that's our IDP part of the, that's our IDP flavor. On Jonathan this Stewart is unimpressive in camp for the eleventh straight year. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Uh, oh, so let's let's uh, talk about the the big. It's been a while since, no, since we've all came together. Let's talk about LeBron to LA. 
Let's do that in a second. But I think you're. I think both of you are on to something. Let's read through oh, uh, the, phone the, new, the news this morning. Let's let's go through you know everything. So we've got Brian Brodus of DallasCowboys.com expects second round offensive lineman Connor Williams to start at left guard. <laughs> nice. This is fresh off the press. Fantastic. I mean, stuff. that guy woke up at four o'clock Dallas time to to write that. Adam Humphreys. Yeah. Adam Humphreys is well entrenched as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers slot receiver. We're still nice. stating. We're still stating facts. I Excellent. Got, I got one. Uh, New York Giants wide receiver Sterling Shepard is primed for a big year, according no, wow. to Eli. Wow. Um, Bradley McDougald will likely start at safety in the 2018 season for Seattle. Ooh. We all saw that coming. Yeah. yeah. The cam chance. Yeah. <laughs> now, hold on to your ankles for this one. Tackle for the Vikings, Rashad Hill dropped 12 pounds this offseason. <laughs> and that concludes oh. relevant news for the NFL today. Oh. I mean, it's, it is a dead I, time. I mean, I was actually hoping to get to the kicker news. Because no, no, no. This, news is, this news is straight fire. As Are the we kids talking call about, it. you know, like. Justin Tucker is unmatched from distance. I mean. <laughs> Literally on this is beautiful on myfantasyleague.com, uh, I've got one, two, three, four out of five articles in a row are about kickers. <laughs> yeah, perspective, ladies and gentlemen, perspective. Let me give you a rehash. That's an active off season. Let me give you some news from June 9th that happened again on July 9th. Free agent Demarco Murray said he has spoken with four to five teams. <laughs> Same four to five teams. Uh, I mean, he hasn't spoke with any more since June 9th, but, you know. Uh, let's uh, let's do mean, a rehearsal. This is sort of humorous hey, to someone Hey, DeMarco, just like, just like me in my early 20s at the bar, they're not interested. <laughs> let's do a reversal. This, is, this was the opposite way around in June. New York Advanced Media's Matt Lombardo does not think fourth-round Kyle Laletta will push Davis Webb for the number two job. All right. Pretty sure last month uh, he was going to push him for the number two job. Regardless, it's not news. Dolphins coach Adam Gase said Frank Gore's age is irrelevant. <laughs> That's news. That's- <laughs> Frank Gore's age is irrelevant. Um, it's it's high. That number's high. He's thirty five. Is he really? Now? How is that irrelevant? How how does Frank Gore not lead the all time uh, rushing stats? I mean, he's been doing it for freaking ever. Yeah. It's kind of like the Hank Aaron thing. Not that, like Hank Aaron, just the 40 home runs over 20 years. So, like, just nonstop mm-hmm. consistency. I mean, Gore's got to be pushing the all-time record. Frank Gore gives me hope that I can still break into the league. <laughs> and I'm 37. You just need one hard off-season of training. Yeah. I want to be the best. Hey, there's not a lot guard. of miles on your knees, man. I mean, I'm I'm a lot like I look a lot like Toby Gerhart body wise, and I think I can get it done. <laughs> I look a lot like a short Jamarcus Russell. You're like a tiny yeah. white refrigerator Perry. <laughs> I'm just saying overweight. That's all, that's all I'm going for right here. Short Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> you are bald. Yeah, you know, I, I have a lot of arm strength, just not with a football. <laughs> you, I can lift weights. Yeah. Oh God! NBA time. All right. So, what do you, y'all think about LeBron going to Los Angeles? Yeah, you know he wasn't staying with Cleveland, but I, I was still kind of surprised at the Lakers. I figured 
I'm kind of respecting it because they don't have that great of a team. I was thinking the Rockets would would be up there on his list, and I thought the Sixers. I really thought the Sixers could uh, trust the process and have LeBron playing beside some great young players. But I, I kind of like the Lakers move. I kind of wish that would have been the move, though. I do too, because I feel like that move is a, a luring another free agent to win now. Whereas going to LA, man, I mean, I know they got some good young talent, but that young talent is so far behind what Golden State has in place. Doesn't yeah, understand what LA doesn't know, understand how to win right now. All the, all those things. I mean, LeBron's going to show them now. and he's going to have the ball in crunch time. But then again, none of those guys can be relied on under a minute to go. It's going his, in uh, LeBron's hands. And, and historically, he's been able to get other people involved in the last, you know, minute of a game just to. Yeah, like dumping get, off to Mo Williams for no reason. Mo Williams <laughs> yeah. reference on the back row fantasy. James nice. Jones. But, <laughs> yeah. but you're right. I mean, you'd expect him to go somewhere with more talent. My big thing is, dude, why not stay in the East like the Sixers or go to. Houston, where you're an immediate, you're a continued uh, contender for a title. The Lakers might not be have like home court advantage. Come no, the Lakers, the, the, the Lakers might Lakers, not make the playoffs. Yeah, no, they're going to make. The, they're going to make the playoffs with but LeBron. They're, but they're, they're, I, I see them as you know flirting four or five seed. You yeah, know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're they're, might, not, they're not, not top three. There's no way. No, they're not top three. Not not just because of LeBron. The Rockets and the Warriors are so freaking good. The Thunder are still good. Uh, I think the, th- the Thunder will be better than they were last they, year with another year. Now Paul you George get you make a move like for Kawhi Leonard. Different you story. Know, it, all of a sudden, it is a different story because you have two of the best offensive slash defensive players, two of the best two-way players in the league on the same team that can defend anybody. They've yeah. got some young defenders, too, that just aren't scorers. But LeBron, I, I expected LeBron to make Clarkson and Nance better when Cleveland got them, and it didn't really happen. So Nance was good, but it was kind of on his own, like yeah, picking, yeah. Up a rebound, picking up offensive boards and laying them back in, that sort of thing. Yeah, I agree. So, I'm interested. Nance created his own opportunities on offense more than – Pick and roll opportunities, yeah. etc. I don't think Nance is a great player, but what I will say is he he was he impressed me during the playoffs. He never did anything wrong. Yeah, he it, he wasn't like you know uh, Anthony Davis level good by any stretch of the imagination, but he did the right things and he kept hustling. It was like, hey, you're down twenty, and Nance is ripping down rebounds and putting them back up. Yeah. The, the, I'm surprised Magic Johnson hasn't got a lot more talk. I mean, I th- I feel like Magic Johnson's whole reason the LeBron deal went down. I mean, a lot of people are saying he was just the like LeBron had his mind mostly made up. Magic just needed to cement it. I don't know about that. I, I you have to LeBron. I was a little shocked when he signed. Yeah, LeBron's window that of, early. of winning championships is is closing, and it's probably going to start closing faster and faster every year. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's why the Lakers thing don't make much sense because they're talking about next year they could add a, you know a couple big names. Like next year's in like LeBron's 17th year. Yeah, I mean he's it's like a two or three year plan there. I know, but and he's going like, to be 36 when they're finally in the in contending for titles. Right. And I know LeBron's the one guy in the league right now that could probably be ultra effective till he's 40, but that's no guarantee. Let's put His body in, could start giving up LeBron on him. came out in the same draft class as Carmelo Anthony and Kyle Korver. Mm-hmm. And Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. And I mean, what are any of these guys doing? 
Yeah, but Le- they, LeBron's the last one. But he was the high school. That's a star. He was. He well, was he, well he's straight, so he's got two. But Mello years was only Mello yeah, was yeah, when you're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like just back to the Larry Dance Jr. thing. Like I like how LeBron went out and got him last year from the Lakers, <laughs> and then abandoned him. Yeah, <laughs> on Cleveland and went to the Lakers. Like, I almost feel like LeBron may have messed up a little bit there. Like, I, like, I, I think he was a good good uh, central piece to that gr- that young team. I don't think he was. I think LeBron's like, get Larry Nance and Jordan Clarkson under here. They underperform. That way I don't have to deal with them in L.A. next season. Oh, I've got one for you. Enjoy. Tristan Thompson thinks he's going to be a superstar without LeBron James. Maybe if he goes on the Kardashian show. Hey, you know what? The, here's what I can say. There's a lot of players that score 25 points a game. Because their team's terrible. Tristan Thompson could be that guy. <laughs> Tristan Tristan Thompson could kick in 20 and 10 a game. I mean. The, the question is, why didn't he do it? So, it does start to become a question of what kind of teammate really is LeBron James. I personally think he's the most physically talented basketball player we've ever seen. Now, did I say he's the greatest basketball player? No. But the he most, is. Most but... physically talented. Well, it, it, he, he's in the argument. He's I... definitely in the argument. He's going to lead – pretty much every major statistical offensive category in basketball whenever he retires. And that's, the, I mean, we are witnessing greatness. Let's, uh, I, I got to talk about something since we, since you brought up Tristan wanting to be a superstar. And uh, I made the, the comment that uh, if he was on the Kardashians. Isn't he on the Kardashians? Oh, he might be, but. but that, uh, doesn't he have a pregnant Kardashian right now? Or do they have a baby? I don't know. I don't know. I don't follow him. But but have you guys watched the uh, the Jay Cutler videos, dude? I <laughs> oh my god! Like you want to talk about a superstar? Jay Cutler's a superstar. Reality on TV. the reality <laughs> TV. Listen, listen to this clip. Like I died. This is Jay Cutler, the NFL quarterback, through and through. Former. The rest of your life. So have you thought about when you do get bored, what you're going to do? I don't. Okay. Well, maybe you should. I'm not really looking to do a lot of work right now. I'm looking to do the exact opposite of that. <laughs> and that is that describes Jay Cutler's work ethic. <laughs> I'm not looking to do a lot of work right now. I'm looking to do the exact opposite of that. <laughs> and his wife just looks at him like, "You lazy." And he's like, "I'm just crap." You see it in his eyes. He's he, he's not joking. He is dead serious. Jay Cutler's looking to do absolutely I nothing like that's for the what next his, few years. What his interview with the Dolphins sounded like last year or a couple years ago. So, uh, like Jay, you ready to get to work? He's like, I'm actually looking to do the exact opposite. Of that. <laughs> hey Jay, you uh, you looking to throw some touchdowns? And uh, now I'm actually looking to do the exact opposite of that right now. I'm gonna throw some interceptions. <laughs> you ready to go through all your progressions and uh, get the ball to the open man? He's like, I'm actually looking to do the exact opposite of that. <laughs> I'm ready to force the ball into uh, defensive backs' hands right now. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna run the wildcat. We need you to split out the wide receiver and run her out. I'm, I'm actually gonna do the exact opposite of that. I'm just gonna stand. Here. <laughs> you look over and Cutler's on the bench and ten man on the field. <laughs> yeah. Legs crossed. I kind of like. I kind of like him. Kind of proud that he played for my team now. I do. As a, as a human being, I he, like Jay Cutler. He's very Smoking Jay Cutty. Like in another clip, all her friends were coming over and like she said, will you be nice? And he's like, you know, I can't even remember what he said, but they walked in and he didn't even say hi. And they went upstairs <laughs> and she's like, no hi. He's like, I'm a lot better at buys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, God. She's like, that was really uncomfortable. And he said, I don't know. I'm pretty comfortable. <laughs> like, he's just like the best. He's the guy you want to be best friends with. Like, you know, that, that reminds me of myself <laughs> at my home. It's like, uh, my friends come over. Okay. When are they leaving, Lanny? <laughs> when are they leaving? Oh, why are they here again? Is this the a one one hour visit? Are, <laughs> is, is your visitation? Are we having a party right now? No? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to continue watching some sports. Yeah. Sports. Let's talk about Boogie. DeMarcus Cousins takes a, what what was it a 5.3 five mil disgusting yeah what a, a poor poor DeMarcus coming <laughs> off for a ruptured Achilles now with that being said there's a lot of players that rupture their Achilles and never are the same but gosh such a an elite talent on if the Warriors com- if he comes back in his 90% 80% he's still a top 10 center in the league yeah, he's not projected back until January, February anyway. I mean, mid-season. I think they'll be okay without him until he comes back. Yeah, I think they're going to float the boat until Boogie gets back on the Warriors. Yeah, J- I mean, just trend- Let's not lower their uh, NBA championship odds quite yet. No, no, I think they'll still go, you know, they'll probably win 94% of their games until Boogie comes back, and then they'll <laughs> win an astounding 99% of their games with Boogie. See, I don't like it actually. Like, I'm gonna be the. He's a cancer. I know that. Like, yeah. But, but I, I, it's still you still put them out on the court. Like, how cancerous are they when they're out on the court? Like, give the ball. Like, oh, you're not, you're not passing the ball to Steph and. Oh, it's because you, I don't like you got, them because you got twenty and twenty. Yeah, and that's okay. Well, he he's an ISO player, and that team's built about around moving the basketball and shooting the basketball. I I think it's going to be a weird dynamic when he gets back. If like I, I expect him to be more of like a ten a game, ten point a game guy. Just Marcus, yeah. Oh, I don't think that's How even you, possible. Where, where's you're going to take the numbers yeah, from someone who, else? Who, who are Dur- you taking Durant from? slowly seeped the numbers from Draymond and Clay. I expect right. Boogie to further drain the numbers from those guys. Like you can't drain much more from my, from uh, Draymond. He averaged seven 20, a game. Steph at twenty five a game. KD at twenty five a game. Boogie at 20 a game that's that's only 70 points clay will pitch in so they're gonna score 110 a game yeah, i seen you something. have to get bench points you don't have to now <laughs> i i think boogie is gonna be a, yeah i hope they i hope it ruins everything i'm i'm disgusted by these super teams i think he, i'm not disgusted by the super teams though. what i am disgusted by is the the just complete latch on of everyone just saying, all right, I'm going to go to the team that barely lost in the finals and then won in the finals. And they're just continuing. No, it's like nobody wants to take the challenge to yeah. unseat them. And that, that, that does bother it's me. It's annoying. I mean, it's the freaking Monstars, guys. They are the Monstars. But give the Warriors credit. I mean, they're signing these deals. Like, every deal they've structured has been very – it's been player-friendly. If you look at DeMarcus's – Boogie's contract one year or – Prove it, deal, as we say in the NFL. That's all he, he turned. Wanted, he turned down like uh, he turned. Uh, I don't even remember what it was, but it was like eighty some million down to take that five point three million dollar deal. Yeah. Like he, it's a clear like, but you know, I'd like to get a ring while my leg don't work, <laughs> and then come get a max deal later. He's going to have a Kendrick Perkins like season. 
I want to I want to secure my if my I if legacy. I go my if I go bankrupt in the next ten years, like I could sell my ring for cash. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think it really works. Like you can't just go to the Warriors, get a ring, and then tell everyone I'm a champion. Because are you really a champion? Like Javale McGee did. <laughs> obviously, none of us three are good at basketball, but if we went to the Warriors, we, we could say, get a ring. I'm a champion. But are we really? Hey, no, I, we're a freaking freeloader. That's what we are. Back row freeload show. Freeloader. Warriors. You just called Boogie a freeloader. Warriors, sign us to a 10-day contract the last week of the NBA Finals. We yeah. want to be champions. I want to, I want to prove it, deal. Yeah, I want to prove it, dude. I mean, I could do what Jordan Clarkson did this year. I'll do a one-year $5.3 deal to get that ring. <laughs> hey, I'm, yeah, I mean, the ring's worth enough. $5.3. I'm 5'10", 250 pounds. You know, I, I could do everything Jordan Clarkson did this year in the NBA. <laughs> Scored no points with you, no rebounds and no assists. Yeah, you, absolutely. You'd be the oddest-looking point guard. <laughs> I am the, the NBA's ever seen. I am. Oh, the I it. White reincarnation of Big Baby Glenn Davis. You're a shorter Brian Scalabrini. Hey, hey, he has hair. <laughs> you talking about the goat, Brian Scalabrini? <laughs> the goat, number twenty four. Yeah. Uh, but no, the the cousins deal just it, it. I hate it. I I hate the I hate to see the the best get better. Yeah, and I mean. It, I, I I hate to say this, but I think it might be a testament to LeBron's waning drawing power. Like, DeMarcus could have went to the Lakers. Could have happened. Maybe they didn't want him. Who knows? But, but LeBron isn't exactly that gravitating force that all players want to go play with anymore. It's the Warriors now. Yeah, I, which is insane to me. Like, there is... Not insane. I mean, it's a ring. It's just... It's such a cop Nobody out. wants the, the the challenge of getting there, is my point. Everyone just has conceded... It, like, these stars in the NBA have conceded the Warriors are going to win a championship. Like, you know who hasn't? Way the, to be competitive. The Rockets. The the players on the Rockets, the players on the Thunder, they have not conceded yet. The players in, uh, in Boston, they have not conceded yet. That's about it. I like, I do like some of the up and coming teams. I mean, what the what the Bucks are doing with the Greek freak, yeah. that sort of thing. I and mean, they're, Boston they're, if they can get Philadelphia, healthy. Boston, Philly. I mean, you got some East teams that are still, I but they're decent. I mean, they're gonna they would win a game against the Warriors, but I mean, they're not true NBA championship contenders. They're just East championship contenders. But I'm gonna put this out there: anyone going to the Warriors? is now the turd of the NBA. Durant, I thought he was the turd of the NBA when he went there. I was like, really? You, you, uh, OKC took him to seven games and you don't win, you go right to him? Boogie, turd. You're a turd. Uh, b- b- before KD, it wasn't a super team, though. Correct. The The Warriors were a good team. The, they were a great drafted team. That, that's the one thing it's I really respect about the Warriors. Total is, respect is, before KD. That team, the, the core three, the original core three, was drafted. And you've got to respect a team that, I mean, that front office picked those players. And, I mean, not a lot of hype for Steph coming out. In 73 the and 9. Not a lot of hype for Draymond coming out. Not a lot of hype for Clay coming out. I mean, these guys – Put it together, you know. They literally re- they've re- sown the landscape of the NBA. Think about that. I mean, right they now they made it to where you have to draft well. Yeah, absolutely. Now you've got you've got two of the top ten single season, well, two 
of the I think six of the seven last or highest three point shooting seasons ever are Warriors players. That's insane. Yeah, and they're the drafted ones. Yeah, I mean, there's I, a lot of credit goes to them. It's just once KD went, it just killed it for me. I'm like, which I hated the Warriors anyways, but I didn't disrespect the Warriors. Just yeah. didn't like them. But KD went. And, anybody watched uh, the Trey Young highlights from seven at the NBA Summer League? Like that dude is is Steph Currying it up. He's just like stopping at half court and throwing up, you know threes and they're going in yeah i just saw the grayson allen and him about get into it that was all uh, that's, that's grayson uh, allen i don't NBA. watch i don't watch nba summer league unless i'm passing through that channel for a moment i'm like yeah yeah oh, this look, is a look at fast break and next channel yep see ya. just saying the highlights i've just been watching trey young highlights and like wow uh yeah how, how did this guy last till pick five because he looks good just saying. Oh, Hawks? he does. Hmm? Yeah, Hawks. 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 Yeah. Hawks. Yeah. Yeah. Hawks. I mean, I, I I do like shooters. I just don't like – like Trey Young kind of has that on his own mentality. That's, a little that, bit. That, that's what, he, that's what he's going to have to get over. I mean, he averaged a lot of assists at Oklahoma along with points, but, I mean, the ball was in his hands, though, 90% of the time. And, yeah. But and if you're going to give that cushion a half court and he can make it, yeah. okay. Hey, it's it's Steph, diff- Steph's doing it. It's difficult to defend whenever you know you take half the court to is you your, is your range. Forty feet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Press, press the entire game full I court. Believe it's illegal in the NBA. It's it's crazy. So so let me ask you. I almost went down the I hate the NBA tangent there. Oh, it's for, it's what, definitely what? unwatchable. <laughs> it did. Oh, it's borderline like oh. unwatchable oh. right now. So, what can, in your opinion, realistically, what can LA do to to get competitive? Kawhi, yeah, you got to go get Kawhi and but, have that but, defensive but, mentality. But what that's do you have the, to get rid of to get Kawhi's question? Lonzo, that's why they got I would Rondo. Absolutely get rid of Lonzo. LeBron runs the point anyway. Yeah, but they, got they, Rondo, they yeah they brought Rondo yeah, in. Yeah, fine, but uh, you know you've they're You're selling so, out the future to me if you do that though. So, oh yeah, definitely. But they're but they're trying to bring back the the winning shine. And if LeBron can play for five years, nothing wrong with five years of of Lakers winning. Yeah, and you get maybe rid- not titles. You but. get rid of the ball headache, you know, which all that's quieted down a lot. But you know, you get rid of the whole Lonzo and Lavar and all that. And you're like, that's that's gone. No more big baller brand. How would Popovich deal with that though? I. He would put retire. Probably. No, he would. He would basically put the uh, the the reins on immediately. Like God, that would be great. <laughs> that's that's a beautiful point. I It'd be that. great if he came out for the first game and like the pregame interview. Like, Coach, uh, how you guys expect to win this game? What do you think about you know Lonzo being a spur and Lavar sitting over there, John on the sidelines? He's like, I'd like to take his time to retire. <laughs> and he just walks off the court. And the Spurs name LeVar head coach, and they win four games a year for the Boom. next five years. I'd like That'd to see great. him as a coach. It'd be entertaining. Um, didn't, as a AAU coach, his team with his superstar son get beat by, like, 60? <laughs> you know, yeah. You know they'd sign the other two ball kids. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. Absolutely. LeVar Ball would be the Jackie Moon of the NBA if he was coaching <laughs> the Spurs. Well, he's the Jackie Moon of the what, Lithuanian League or Estonian League or something uh. like that now. Oh God! That's God, good. I love Jackie Moon. So, you think it's time to move on to football, guys? Yeah, let's talk about Lashawn McCoy. Let's not talk about what he's accused of doing because 
you know, we're, we're not that kind of a show, but obviously we call it the DV. What did you say earlier arms the about D- the, the DV? It was, it was funny. No, it was noodle. I don't know. I don't know the the <laughs> the dom- domestic violent buzzer or something like that. Yeah, something the like ticker. that. The, D- the, no, DV the ticker, ticker. The DVT. ticker. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like you know people in the NBA, like or NBA NFL. It's like it happens every year. Someone is a complete moron and makes a huge life altering mistake. And if this really did happen, you know, he never needs to play again. So realistically, he may not play again. Right. He, he's already you know thirty one years old, I believe. And let's let's kind of look at what Buffalo has. So they've got Chris Ivory. Okay. Eh, Ivory's been decent before. I don't think that'd be my answer, but do you guys think that this is going to be a move that uh they go out and pursue a different running back now? I I think they have to. I think this was LaShawn McCoy's last year anyway, so unless he can prove beyond the shadow of a doubt that he did not do this, which looks possible. Uh, a lot of sources say that they haven't been together in quite some time, but I'm not saying he didn't do it. I don't know. No, you know, I wasn't there. Obviously I hope he didn't, but, um, I mean, he was on his last legs in Buffalo anyways, not because of lack of production, but just because of that perceived upcoming lack of production. So I think it would be smart of Buffalo to just move on from the media headache since he is advanced in age anyways. And LaShawn McCoy is not a lifelong Buffalo bill. He's, you know, he's bounced around the league. So there's not a lot. Of, I mean, I don't think they have to be committed to to LaShawn McCoy's legacy. So I think they could move on. And I, I uh, the top thing, I'll go through a list of things I think could happen, you know, once it's my turn. I won't talk the whole time. But the first thing I'll throw out, and I'll pass it to you guys, is a uh, possible trade of Mike Gillisley back to Buffalo. I don't hate that. I mean, go back and get, get someone who still has plenty of years to develop play in the league mike gillisley showed well with new england new england's moved on from mike gillisley yeah and they signed jeremy hill i'm sure gillisley is not really in their plans they've got uh you know sony michelle and they've got rex burkhead and uh, james white White. so why is gillisley there he probably won't be he'll probably be cut into the bills or maybe a trade seventh round conditional like I, i could see that happening and i could see gillsley successful in buffalo so they currently have ivory taiwan jones uh marcus murphy and travars cadet that's rough and that's once you start looking at that all of a sudden the jets backfield looks amazing I mean, no doubt, <laughs> no <Yeah>. doubt. <laughs> um, the the question I have is, do they? I don't think that New England wants to trade within their division. But if it's Mike Gillis, if it's someone that's not in their plans, I mean, look at no, look at New England over the years. Do they rack up picks? No, yeah, absolutely. But what do you what do you give for Mike Gillisley? Miami and New England slung quite a few trades over the years, so uh, you get a seventh round condition. Well, yeah. you get next to nothing, but it's something. Yeah. For a guy you're not going to play. I'm just wondering if this is one of the moves to where one of the Atlanta backs finally have a starting role. That's on my list. You know. I like it. So, what kind of move, you know, puts... Tevin Coleman in Buffalo? Or uh, Freeman. I don't think Freeman would... That'd be be interesting. They've got more cost in Freeman, though. And and really in the grand scheme Talk of things, about clearing the books. Yeah, in, Atlanta in, in the a grand scheme bit. of things, there's mm-hmm. not that big of a production difference. They're not that you know. There's not a chasm of talent between the two of them. Right. So to me, that's the move that makes the most sense. Or maybe uh, 
so one of the teams that drafted a rookie, you know, that has a, a pretty decent, uh, you know, starter sitting back there. Like, uh, oh, Miami, they drafted a rookie. Who, who did they draft? Uh, they drafted Kalen Bellage. Okay. So if they like Bellage, do they move on from Kenyon Drake? Not does, a chance. Do the Ravens move on from Buck Allen? Buck Allen's on my list. I think I think that's a big one. I think Javoris Allen is kind of like Shady in the in the he can he can catch the ball. He's not you know as good a runner as as Shady, but he's pretty solid. I, they've got Alex Collins. They've got. Uh, I think they signed someone else in the offseason, but Buck Allen has been like on the fringe there for a long time. That would be a smart move for uh, Buffalo, in my opinion. I like Buck Allen to the Bills. You got anyone you're uh, eyeballing, Chad? I mean, to me, you, you, the Bills front office can't predict something like this to happen. Oh, they're in a bad not. spot. All the free agents, the free agent market's obviously dried up. There's no, they're going to have to trade. And you got you, DeMarco Murray. I know he's not, I know he's, you know. Over the prime, but him and Orleans, Darkwa, Shane Vereen, cheap options. Oh, yeah. You have options still sitting in free agent. I mean, why not? Why not pull a trigger on one of those guys? But otherwise, you kind of got the feeling that Buffalo was melling it in anyway with the A.J. McCarron sign. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I think that's yeah. a terrible sign. And the sign. Josh Allen selection. That That's... That's a, that's a three-year plan. That's yep. a developmental project. How are you going to stay competitive with two developmental projects at quarterback. I mean, the defense is good. We're talking about a, a playoff team from last year, but it's almost like they melded in on the offensive side of the football. Yeah. So uh, why why keep LaShawn McCoy? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think you, I think you move on. Maybe they're – again, the NFL is a running back by committee league now. You have three or four guys – you just need four yards of carry, so and a lot of that comes down to your offensive line. But stay focused on your offensive line. Don't give up pieces. Don't give up too much to go get a guy who isn't going to be there when you're in the winning stage of your franchise. And yeah. what I mean is, don't give up someone for a uh, for a, don't go give up the house or or, or commit to Demarco Murray long term when you can put that money somewhere else on your offensive line, etc. DeMarco would be cheap, though. He's just sitting there waiting for a team He's to be a five mil a year guy. I mean, he ain't going to sign anymore. for free. So I've got another one that might be interesting. Um, the Browns have been making some good moves. Why not move Carlos Hyde? Thought about that, too. I mean, I don't think they will, but I think it'd be smart. I, I mean, if, if they're Chubb and Johnson, I was going to say if they're committed to Johnson, and you know, financially at this point. And they drafted Chubb. Why not? I mean, there's sign a guy. You signed him. Get something out of him. Yeah, and go immediately to your to your rookie your rookie project and your Duke Johnson. I would. Re- I wouldn't scoff at it. No. Uh, and then take the, another seventh round conditional kind of trade. Bilal Powell. Bilal Powell kind of fell out of favor with New York, but he's pretty solid running back. He's thirty or pushing 30, 29 or 30, but that'd be a good seventh-round conditional trade to get Bilal Powell in there uh, on the Bills because Chris Ivory is not going to be – it's just not smart to roll into the season with just Chris Ivory. Like, got to bring in another vet. If, if, to me, if there's one you know free agent that's glaring that's probably going to get a, a shot that, frankly, he shouldn't, Adrian Peterson. Oh, AP. An AP reference. So. AP's done. I mean, he's 34, 33, 34 years old. Um, 
his he's way 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 rather past, have him than what they got way past the backside of his career but ultimately i could see him signing there and just trying to you know put extend some more, his career a little longer drag on a little bit longer yeah last we, last one for me little amir abdullah trade why not that would be interesting uh give him a, a you know a fresh outlook possibly you know a crack at a starting job and i mean i don't hate it I, I don't think he's going to have any relevance if he doesn't get traded. No. Hey, but he could. He, he he could play better for the Bills. Essentially, any running back who's pushing thirty over thirty, not signed right now, has a chance to sign a deal. Yeah, yeah. This has a chance to become the starting running back for the Buffalo Bills. He hate uh, me. It's your time, <laughs> Matt Forte. Come on, dude. Come out. Matt For- he retired, though. Right, come out. Come back. Come out. Yeah, I mean, you're going to you be... got a- paychecks waiting for you. Forte, come back. <laughs> Forte, come back. You're going to be the be lead back Buffalo in another Bill. terrible bu- or New York team. Darren Sproles. Come on. Yeah. Come on down, Darren. Dude, I, I mean, I... Steve I, Slayton, former <laughs> guest of the show. Come on. Dude, he's throwing down the silverware, the kitchen knives. Going to the Bills. <laughs> going to the Bills, baby. No, it, it's... Uh, it, it's going to be difficult for them to navigate this season competitively. I thought I think it's going to be difficult, even if all of this washes out and Shady's you know proved innocent. But the one thing the NFL's proven is you don't have to be convicted of anything. If if there's yeah. enough question marks behind it, they they can suspend you and they will. They they did that with Zeke. Yeah, so, they've got an image issue, so they're going to do whatever they can. Yeah, ultimately, you know, he's he's probably done. If there's any sort of possible, you know, salt to this, he's probably done. So they've, they've got to find a contingency plan and try to move on. I take comfort that Miami should win two games a year this year. Against Buffalo? Yep. Come on, the Bills should. The Bills still have a good defense. I mean, Miami's going to struggle. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you can't score. <laughs> oh, I've got another one for you. The Packers. I was about to say Ty Montgomery. I had him queued up next. I, mean, I don't, you, I don't you, know if the Packers will trade any of those guys, though. I, I don't think they're in a hurry. I mean, you got all three. of them are under cheap contracts. so And all of them are productive. Yeah. Yeah, why Why get rid of them when you know you have depth there? Yeah, I'm, but with that being said, there's also some upside, at least you know with the two young guys. Oh, yeah, they could ship any one of the three over there in Buffalo's in better shape. But oh, Absolutely. And, and, you know, honestly, Ty Montgomery fits in well as a replacement for LaShawn McCoy. He would. Ball catching, running back. Absolutely. So there's a, a whole lot of options there. Driving a Lincoln. There's a whole lot of options there. Um, we don't see anything, you know, anything for certain coming down the pike. But you know what? It's uh, it's this is about the only news available this off season. So that's the reason we're covering it. Well, yeah. not just that. It's a big <laughs> deal. Uh, Lashawn McCoy is a top ten running back that you know possibly is uh, going to be out of the league or. I mean, he's he's or worse. Gonna get Ray Rice out of there. Yeah, you got him on your dynasty team. Sorry, I traded him. I traded him with the quickness this off season, and Sorry. I'm feeling a little better about that. Yeah, like you said, we called it. I mean, we said he's done. We didn't, said, yeah, we didn't just see didn't it say this why. way. Didn't see it this way, but um, oh man, it, it's 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 an DB awful situation. Ticker. I do hate it for the. I don't know her name. I I I hate seeing those type of pictures. So I, I hate it for didn't both even click right on it. now because if it's true, I hate it for her, and if it's false, I hate it for him. It's just yeah. terrible. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's, I mean, it's terrible. It really is terrible. 
So, so we're going to talk about our kicker depth charts now, since all the articles are about kickers. That'd be fun. <laughs> I got Greg Zerline. That would be a lot of fun. Greg, Greg the leg. Who's your Who's your top kicker going into eighteen? <laughs> Greg, Greg Zerline. Will Lutz. Will Lutz. Will can, Lutz is the model of consistency. Can we talk the league? Doesn't wow use, you? Can we talk the leagues that use punters? No. I don't even know how they do it. <laughs> is it just punting average? Is Shane Leckler still in the league? Because I'm taking him. I don't know. Who's who's that Raiders punter that's now in Denver? King? Oh, Marquette King. Let's talk Marquette now. Okay, we won't. Uh, he's a diva. He's a diva. A yeah, bit. I, I love Marquette We can talk King. about all my UT Vol punters in the NFL. There's a legacy we have going right now. We put Vols, Vol punters in the NFL, baby. No, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Here, here's what I can say. If you go to Tennessee, you better be able to punt. Yeah. You better be a heck of a punter to go to Tennessee. I bet you that's the first thing they look for every year is a solid person to get the ball back to the for their defense to have a good position on the field. I guarantee it. Here's what we're going to do this year, guys. We got this new guy named Corderell Patterson. We're going to play him, and we need a good punting game. That'll get us where we need to go. <laughs> their M.O. I would like to know what coach you channeled right there. Well, uh, every, every single one in Tennessee, by God. Oh, he threw in the by God. That's obviously makes him a Tennessee coach. Very Southern. Very Southern of you. Bobby Boucher, you get out there. You give me that ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. But like I said, it's a slow offseason, guys. Um, we don't have a, a whole ton to talk about here, and there's not a lot of, not, not a lot of good things to <laughs> even discuss. Just, we're like, folks. This is probably the end of the episode. <laughs> I just gave the 40-minute mark. <laughs> I mean, we're at 40. Folks, we talked about LaShawn McCoy. We talked about the NBA, and we talked about the news. <laughs> you guys, We brought you the news. You guys won't talk about baseball, so... No, let's, I, let's, let's hear baseball. No, I don't want to talk baseball. We're in the middle of a 162-game season. Like, there's so much more to go. Hey, yeah. the Reds are on a, on a hot streak. They've been on uh, the Reds have been a good team since May first. Okay, they're like six that makes it over. a hot streak. Yeah, <laughs> they were a terrible team before May first. They were historically bad going into for the month of April. It was pathetic. Is this that game where they hit the ball with the stick? Yeah, it's the nappy nap game. Stick ball, hardest thing to do in sports. True, I I it agree. Baseball. I agree. Not you hit a round ball with the round stick square. That's difficult. The, the the Hall of Famers are successful less than 40% of the time. Man, you guys, we could have got together at 6 today. <laughs> Dang, man, we could have. We got up way too early. You threw that nappy nap word around, and that's all I could think about now. <laughs> Just going back for a nappy nap. Oh, gosh. I am going to at least give, uh, you know, some shouts before we, before we check out. Uh, our writers have been putting in some... Fantastic work. Uh, Chris Foster's top 280p is beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to go to our website and check out. So I'm really, really happy with that. So Chris Foster, thank you. Dan at the B League also putting out good stuff. And my God, does he promote us on Twitter? Like, I don't think we have to get on Twitter anymore, guys. Dan has got us. Like, he literally retweets reposts everything that we do 
Those guys have been great. Mucho gracias, por favor. Por I think that means please. Yeah, I mean, uh, hey, it's time we don't have. that. They're helping us uh, get the word out and putting out consistent content. Consistent good content, just not just... Uh, you know, garbage like talking about LaShawn McCoy for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I'll go through uh, our latest five-star reviews. Uh, the newest uh, is titled Awesome Five Stars by Steph100513. Is this Steph Curry? Not sure. Awesome, guys. Great show. A must listen. Okay. Bingo. Nice. Nice. Next I, one. I love, I love getting that in the off-season. <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, we, you know. It, it, it's, it's it's appreciated. It is appreciated. Give the next, the one. next one. Five stars. A plus plus by Dynasty Outhouse, one of our homeboys on Twitter. Uh, also has the Dynasty uh, the Trade Addicts podcast. Good podcast. Good guys. Funny guys. Smart guys. Wise guys. See what I did there. Awesome all around podcast. Nice chemistry and good information. Definite listen. Thank you. Thank warms, you. Warms our hearts. And uh, coming from a good dude and a fellow podcaster. Next one. Great podcast. Five stars by Cam. Cam. Zero one one. This is one of my favorite dynasty podcasts. The hosts are very entertaining and they don't seem to take it too seriously. I especially, (laughs) (laughs) I especially appreciate the IDP content. Keep up the good work. Should we take that as a compliment or is that Dude, a Dude, I, I love that. That's that is the mantra of this podcast is we don't take it too serious, but we do. We do we we take the content serious and but we you know, try to stay less serious on ourselves. Yes. I think we all have a little humor bone in us. So. Yes. You guys were talking about a potential interview I uh, have upcoming, and you mentioned my hand size, which was a little a little bit upsetting. Burger's <laughs> like, you should live tweet it. Uh, the second question they asked me was, how large are your hands? I'm like, well, I'm not getting that job, so... <laughs> live tweet your I, I can't even. I can't even reach the... Uh, the enter button from the from the what is it semicolon i just i have to move my hand entirely oh it's, yeah it's terrible arms like literally sees he, he's an iphone user but when he sees the plus model he's just <sighs> oh no i won't buy it i'm serious i'm serious a heart attack i can't reach the top <laughs> everyone's like oh, you should get this whatever you know the plus or the s9 plus or whatever i'm like i can't reach all the buttons i just put it down I actually type put it on sideways it. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> play it sideways and full Nice. <laughs> Cordy keyboard. Last one. Five stars. And it's titled BRFS. God, that warms my heart. I know. Hashtag. Hashtag BRFS. Uh, this is by Beasel88. And it says, go out and listen to these dudes. They will make all your fantasy football dreams come true. That coming right after, they don't take things too seriously. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, he's right. We will make your dreams come true. Absolutely. And we won't be serious about it. You know, we'll do our best to make you laugh. Probably not make you cry, unless you take some of our advice and it turns out bad. <laughs> hey, we've gotten deep before. Me and uh, Damon from NFL Draft Diamonds, that got a little deep. Dude. Got a little deep. Oh, that was a great, great show. A little deep. He's a good dude. Definitely. I mean, the guy does everything. No compensation to get these young guys recognized from small schools. That's awesome. Yeah, it's not like all these college coaches getting young guys recognized for what happened in the locker room. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Unfamiliar with what you're talking about. Okay. 
seems like as good a note as any to end on. Yeah, <laughs> the stunner you just gave to us. <laughs> Stone Cold. It's Stone Cold. Stata. The RKO out of nowhere. All right, guys. Yeah. Well, where can we be found? Wow, we haven't done that in a while. Okay. We, we can be found uh, in the studio recording the show. We're at backrowfantasyshow.com. Oh, yeah, there's that, too. We're available on Twitter at The Back Row Show. Yes, that's true. What's your Twitter handle? I don't know. Back. At Bark Back Row. Arms Back Row. Knit Back Row. With what? a K. Knit with a K. Uh, feed us those five-star reviews. <laughs> Great. Our loves asking for those five star hey, reviews. Don't think I'm too proud to beg. Eat some love. We know. <laughs> we know. Listen, I survive off of attention, okay? <laughs> what do you eat? Attention. Mm. <laughs> That's good. Oh. Well, right. we appreciate you guys tuning in. We know this was a little bit of a, a dud, but, you know, <laughs> welcome to the NFL offseason, guys. <laughs> We are not taking this episode too seriously. We'll see you next time. <laughs> if you made it this far, give us some content, baby. Give yeah, us seriously. What, what you want to hear. We did literally what ask. What you really want. We did literally ask Twitter for some content. Uh, you know, what do you want to hear about? What have we not covered? Right now, it feels like we've covered almost everything. I, I think we're going to do a mock draft, but we just want to touch on some news and notes and get the recording itch out. And I believe we're going to uh, talk about team defenses real soon because uh, we're not all IDP. We do want to kind of encompass all fantasy football. True. So uh, we'll shove out a little bit of team defense. That's obviously not going to be a terribly long episode as there's not a ton of relevant team defenses out there. But uh, yeah. yeah. So thanks for listening to this selfish episode where we just want to talk on the microphones. <laughs> next next episode we'll bring you the debate episode two with DHH Scout and uh, Frank Bond Country. Dude, I love that name. Me too. And then the weekend, then after that episode, me Ned at Arms are going to bring you team defenses and probably team offenses to target uh, as a whole in your fantasy drafts. Just get these guys on your team. Mm. Thanks for joining, and and uh, and thanks for listening to this crap. And thanks for that rate and review you're about to do. Yeah, the five-star one, not the two-star one where this episode is the worst since episode one of this. I can't. It's July 11th. All I'm saying is, is before you rate us, listen to a different episode other than this one. Like, go to like episode 25 or 40, you know? We're better than this. Go, go to 26, Dan Cummins, and 36, Chase Litton. Boom. Speaking of Chase, been doing well? That's news and notes. Chase Litton has wowed in uh, OTAs, which it's easy to do in OTAs, but not for an undrafted rookie. So, Chase, congratulations. Wowing him. Looks like uh, the backup job is very attainable. Keep up the good work. Good to see. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. We're off to the 9 to 5s. Barks out. Good night. See ya. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review.